What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel, and this is episode um, 62, I think. 62! Of the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Folks, we're two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between. We're back. And I'm sick again. <laughs> 2022. If if we were to like do like the the <laughs> highlight of the podcast, it would be <laughs> everyone got sick. Uh, this is like like the sixth, seventh time I've gotten sick this year. I I, I don't like this. I don't like this, this year. All. This year's been crazy. It's been either <laughs> someone gets sick or there's been some sort of like technical issues. Yeah, guys, we had this like really neat Thanksgiving. <laughs> Message and technology fucked it up. <laughs> Abel sounded great. Me, on the other hand, couldn't hear a goddamn thing. And then, and then it was not that, and someone's sick. Yeah, and then um, we had planned on recording the week after that, and then I got the flu. Yay! Ah, yeah, Which you guys could probably uh, hear the remnants of. So uh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So other than being sick, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was okay. It was okay. I spent it on the road a lot. Uh, half of it was spent with my mom and the other half was spent with my dad in uh, Mount Dora. Um, so most of it was spent on the road, really. <laughs> it was yours. It was good. We went to my parents' house uh, for like an afternoon lunch. That was really good. Um, you know, my parents and my dad, they made like... A typical Puerto Rican Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. So we had like arroz con gandules, so rice and uh, pigeon peas. There was like the most amazing turkey ever, sauteed bananas. Um, let me see what else. Uh, pasteles. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was great. It was, and then we came home, and then we had Thanksgiving with Teresa's parents and fan or brother, and whatnot, our folks, and that was more like finger foods. Yeah, because we were just sick of cooking. We're like, "Fuck, fuck cooking! This is this is bullshit." <laughs> so we just had like finger foods. We did like turkey or Thanksgiving sandwiches. We just had like a bunch of yeah finger foods. So it was it was it was perfect, especially not having to work um, like retail mm-hmm. uh, for another year made it even better. I I can't tell you how glad I am that I don't work retail anymore. Oh my god, I do not miss it. Like I got to enjoy the day before Thanksgiving, the day mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving. I got to enjoy like the, the day after Thanksgiving, like Black Friday. Yeah. Even though we didn't do any shopping, it was just still nice. Oh, I refuse to, like, to go stay Black home. Friday shopping anymore. I refuse. I, I no. boycott it. No, yeah. We did all of our shopping online. Yeah. Uh and I still now, have so much shopping left to do. <laughs> uh, this year we told everyone. Uh, we're not giving anybody any gifts other than Tessa, obviously. Yeah. But like, like the parents, the brothers, like no one's getting a gift. Like we're giving everybody experiences. So we took my parents out to dinner last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to take them to this really nice Turkish restaurant called Bosphorus, mm-hmm. but they were on Puerto Rican time. Oh, so nice. They, <laughs> so they got the like, they were like, we're supposed to be there six thirty. At six o'clock, I get a call saying. Um, they're clearing up the garage from the garage sale. Uh, they're getting ready now. I'm like, there's no way they're going to be here by 630. <laughs> yeah. at 6.30. So we ended up going to everyone's favorite restaurant, Don Julio. 
Hey, hey, man, that's that's a great place. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super it was super good. Yeah, but yeah, but that's that's about it. That's really that's that sums up my Thanksgiving. Now getting prepped for Christmas and New Year's, which means New Year's I'll just be asleep. Uh, same, same. Um, man, if October went by quick, November went by even quicker. I know. <laughs> I can't believe like next month is January. Like this is. This is it. This is like an yeah. entire year went by. Like, how does how does that happen? 2022, I felt like got stuck on fast forward. It's like in, in the movie Click, it just got stuck on yeah. fast forward. And there was no <laughs> there was no pause. There was no stop. There was no rewind. There was just fast forward. I know. It was just way too quick. It was it just it, everything happened way too quick. Yeah. Uh, two hurricanes just kind of threw everything out of whack. Yeah, yeah, we had Ian, then we had Nicole. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it was just super quick and super bizarre. Uh, what I would like to do is, like, come 2022 or 2023, mm-hmm. we should do, like, a like a look back at 2022. And, like, <laughs> what were some of our highlights? What were our lowlights? A, a lot happened, but I can't think of anything because yeah. it's just a blur. It's like, what happened? What happened to 2022? Where did it go? Yeah. I know, like it seemed like we were talking about Moon Knight for for years, and <laughs> and, and and that came and went. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then like, She Hulk, and then I don't know what happened. I know, like those are the only th- two things I could think of. I was talking with uh, who was I? I forgot who I was talking. Oh, I was talking with my son mm-hmm. about the Batman. We talked about Matt Reeves, and I was like, "Yeah, that was like a crazy movie last year." It's like, no, that movie came out this year. <laughs> And like I was like, what? Yeah. Speaking of Batman, big loss, big big loss. We lost Kevin Conroy. I know, like, so sad. Huge heartbreak. The voice of a generation, man. That guy, Kevin Conroy. There's two Batmans in my life. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Yes. And Kevin Conroy. And I've said it before. The Michael Keaton Batman has an incredibly special place in my heart. Absolutely. But I just, I remember, and I still have this magazine. There was a magazine called Hero Illustrated. Mm-hmm. It was like a comic book magazine. And they were talking about this new cartoon coming out called Batman, the animated series. Mm-hmm. And it had like, it showed a picture of the cast. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, Luke Skywalker and the guy from... Night Court Bull is in it. <laughs> and oh, I, I must have been, yeah, I must have been maybe 12 when that show came out. So 1992. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being blown away. Like my parents let me stay up because it was like on Fox, but like on primetime. Like yeah. it wasn't like on Saturday morning. Like I, I was able to like watch it and like being blown away by the animation and I was like, is this in the future or is this present time? Mm-hmm. Is this in the 50s? But the voice of Batman, that guy, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And he did it for so long. He did it from yeah. 1992. 1992. Then, God, yeah. that's forever yeah. ago. Yep. He did two seasons of that. And then that went on to like the new adventures of Batman and then Justice League. Yeah. And it made a fe- Batman Beyond. And he voiced a lot. And then he voiced the video games, which Mm -hmm. has changed how video games are for that time. And I I remember I met him once. The nicest guy. Yeah. 
I've heard nothing but good things about him. I never got a chance. Everyone that's met him has nothing but good things to say about him. Just super, super sweet, super humble, super gracious. It's like I said, voice of a generation. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so, so sad. Heartbreaking. Yep. There's, yeah. There's times when I'll like watch like an animated Batman movie mm-hmm. and like it'll be someone else. Like, um, I, I forget his name now, but the guy that, uh, uh Robocop. Mm-hmm. He voiced him for Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, yeah. and like I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. Like, and other people have voiced him too. I'm like, it's not Kevin Conroy. Like, he's Batman. It just, it just, it's not ever gonna be the same ever, ever, ever. Now, if you guys want to watch something funny, um, those of you that used to watch Wings back in the day on on NBC, wow. Uh, a show that i i i loved i loved wings but um the guy that played joel i think his name is like tim daly mm-hmm. um he voiced superman um on like a few different cartoons and there was like year maybe 15 or so years ago on youtube there's like a series of movie of webisodes where it's, it's him and like with kevin conroy just like, and they have like they low key hate each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just so funny <laughs> just seeing them like fake go at it. Uh, it's it's the best. I like I said, you guys should go ahead and look up Tim Daly, Kevin Conroy on YouTube. Yeah. very very funny stuff. But yeah, <laughs> j- j- just just a, a, an amazing, super nice guy, super nice yeah. guy. He talked to me for like probably 10, 15 minutes, and I'm just like thinking i'm talking to batman (laughs) yeah it's a huge huge loss man yeah a lot of losses him jason david frank um you know and like i our childhood is disappearing yeah our childhood like i grew up in puerto rico when power rangers came to like puerto rico i guess or to this or to like the states from japan and like i would watch it on fox and Everyone in Puerto Rico that had cable knew what the Power Rangers were. Mm-hmm. And even though it was kind of cheesy, we still watched it. We still yeah. watched it. And we loved it when when um, Tommy came on as the Green Ranger. And we loved it when he lost his powers. And we loved it when he came back as the White Ranger. Like, holy fuck! Yeah. And someone else, I, I, I met him too. And the nicest guy. The nicest guy you could ever meet. Someone that loved loved his fans and yeah like i said just just man two just back to back so so sad yeah yeah super sad and it also goes to show you never really know what somebody's dealing with um mental illness is a serious serious thing guys never ever ever take yeah. that for granted never we ever saw downplay him. it yeah we, yeah we saw him from he far, never he from never far missed, away yeah he never missed a con ever no yeah we saw him from far away and he was just energetic talking up a storm to everybody from what we could see it's like i said it's 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 super sad it's yeah. super sad uh but you know just the amazing memories you know he both of those gentlemen have have left us and yeah. you know things that i'm able to share like with my son you know and and connect with other people you know mm-hmm. like everyone that knows kevin conroy we all connect to batman in some way or yeah. before, thanks to kevin conroy yeah um yeah it's i'm i'm super worried like (laughs) i'm like god 
Who's Who, next? No one else, please. Oh God, I'm please rap Patrick Stewart in bubble wrap, please somebody. I know. God, Ian McKellen, put him in a bubble. God. Save them all. Save please, them all. Please, Lord, please. Uh, I'm just, I'm so scared. I'm like, they're they're leaving us, man. Our our childhood, they're it's being taken away little by little. Yeah. I'm so scared to even think about who might be next. Like, oh. Maggie yeah. Smith, please, please protect her. Please. <laughs> For the love of God, please. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even think about it. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anthony Hopkins, please. Is he okay? Somebody check on him right now, please. Somebody call him. <laughs> what? What's his pager number? I'll, I'll send him uh... What's I'll his, his a... number, please? I know. <laughs> Get a hold of them right now. Uh, oh man! Uh, yeah. Anyways, on to better things, please. On to better things. Happier um, thoughts. <laughs> happier thoughts. Uh, really quick, what have you uh, been watching other uh, than the Atlanta series finale and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? Oh my God! Um, <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday came out, and I need I need to get on that ASAP. You haven't watched it. You were so excited oh, for it. I know. I just I I <laughs> I've been watching things while I do things right. Uh And like just a background noise. But for this, I haven't had the time to sit down to like truly embrace it and enjoy it. I'm so surprised. I would have thought that you would have been like the first one on it. Um, I'm on my second watching of Wednesday, actually. Um, It's definitely not. It's not what I was expecting. Um, I liked it. I think it's super cute. It gives me Sabrina vibes. Um, It's it's Sabrina in a different font, really. Um, uh, Jenna Ortega though killed it as Wednesday. She's perfect. I love her. She's fucking adorable. She is so perfect for this sort of deadpan, dry, macabre, dark, sarcastic. She's just she's perfectly cast. Um, Gwendolyn Christie surprised me. I absolutely adore her in this. She's perfect. Um, she's absolutely magical in this role. I love her. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones looks amazing. Um, Luis Guzman, Luis Guzman is Luis Guzman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you gotta, you gotta take him for what he is. Okay. You, you just, he's, he is who he is. Um, it's Tim Burton's stamp is all over it. Um, his signature stripes is all over it. You can tell yeah. that he did um, the conception art for it. Um, in in the monsters that you see that come out, you can tell that uh, he did the concept for the monsters and the big sunken eyes. Like you can you can see him. You can see the his stamp. essence. Yeah, you can see his essence throughout. Um, but it's a there a lot of people were hating on it. it it's kind of you know how it is like there's people that hate it there's people that love it i enjoyed it i thought it was cute um it gave me very strong sabrina vibes um but i enjoyed it um the fourth episode which has the the infamous dance scene that everybody's raving about it's, yeah it's it's all over tiktok yeah it's so much fun it got me listening to the cramps again which i appreciated it good job i love the cramps i haven't listened to them in such a long time and it made me it reignited my appreciation for their music again so that was it, great 
Isn't it amazing how all these streaming shows are <laughs> reigniting our, our love for bands? And not just that, it's also um, bringing like a whole new sense of awareness to like a younger generation. Yeah, it's like it's it's bringing back the love for all this old school music. And it's like yeah. reminding you of how much you used to love it. It definitely like, you know, it it made me bring back like my old like playlists. You know, like, I mean, I love the cramps, but I haven't listened to them in such a long time. And it made me like bring all of that back. I love it. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, Fred Armisen as Uncle Fester was great. Yeah, I, I, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, thing. Thing I loved. They gave such a different personality to Thing, which you wouldn't <laughs> think like, you know, it's a fucking hand. But they gave things such a great personality in this. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, you kind of have to see it to know what I'm talking about. But I thought they did a good job. Um, And they're already talking about a second season. So that's great. You know, I I did read as it's nice to see that that's been already talking about Mm -hmm. um, second season. um, uh, What else? Uh, uh, Sandman officially announced a second season. Thank God. Thank so, God. I was about to riot had they said no second season. Yeah, so looks like Netflix is on a is on a uh, is on the right path. Yeah. When it comes to knowing, you know, what their fans and what the demographic is listening to mm-hmm. or not listening to, watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank God for the second season of Sandman. I'm so excited for that. Um what else have I been watching? Um, I've watched a few movies. Um, I saw Barbarian. I think we talked about that last time. Um, what's another movie that I watched? There was like a, a handful of other movies that I can't even remember now. Oh, um, I finally got on uh, the Los Spookies train. Oh, Where yes. has this been all my life? Absolutely it, love it. Isn't it funny? Someone was, trying to, was asking me, what's it about? Or what's it like? I'm like... Oh man, it's tough to explain, man. I was like, it's, it's like... really not about anything, but no. it, it's it's so it's very simple. Yeah, it's very you, simple. You just have very to watch it. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite yes, meets yes. Scooby Doo. Yeah, almost. I said, and like I said, it's like in it's it's all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, very little English, and then I say they what they do is. People hire them to like, you know, to like make these like supernatural appearances come up mm-hmm. and they do it with like practical effects. But it's like when you look at what they're using, it's like a flashlight and a <laughs> bottle. Uh-huh. But and a but, cheap strobe light and it and works. A cheap strobe light. But it's like, but the fun <laughs> the gag is it's like this amazing ILM holographic, crazy looking ghost. Like, yeah, that's that's the gag of it all and um, it's, every, different yeah. characters oh my god the sister that bought into the uh vitamin um yes <laughs> scam oh yes. my god it's like it, it's so simple but it's so well done it just yeah. works it just works and i never knew that fred armison was was so fluent in spanish and then that just sent me down a whole other rabbit hole where i had to like you know, look up his whole family history, and I didn't know that he grew up in Argentina. No, me neither. So I, I was I, like, I, "What I, the I did hell?" Not know that. <laughs> yeah, and for as much as I liked them on, I watched them on SNL. I didn't know until yeah they started talking about the show. And he yeah, was like, yeah, you know my it's my Latin roots. Mm-hmm. I wanted it because 
I wanted to help create the show. I'm like, oh, wow. And I watched it. I was like, this is my vibe. This yeah. is 100%. I, everything about this show, I love. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's funny. <laughs> it's cute. It's cheesy. It's, it's the same thing that I loved about uh, Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's if you... If you guys liked Napoleon Dynamite and you like that sort of thing, if you like things like Napoleon Dynamite or Juno, it's very much along those lines. It's very simple. Um, It's not overly produced. It's very simple, but very well done. And it's just fun. It's just so fun and silly. And you end up thinking like, oh, God, this is so stupid. And then five episodes later, you're still watching. I love the one kid with the colored hair. His parents are like mega rich. (laughs) I just like it's endearing. It's very endearing. And you get invested in what's going to happen with these kids. Um, I'm like, where has this been all my life? Like, why have I not watched this sooner? (laughs) And and, and the main song is really good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I kind of started getting into that, um, cabinet of curiosities. I binged the hell out of that. That was so good. That was, I, I was, when I saw Guillermo show up, I, in I the love suit, him. It, it, it made me so happy. Cause I know like he is not just a filmmaker, but he mm-hmm. loves film. Yeah. And, and like, he, he loves, loves horror. this horror. And like, I, I bet he was so happy to be mm-hmm. able to like, be the host like I just picture him being a kid loving like the Twilight Zone yes right and seeing Gene Rodberry you know hosted him thinking man I would love to do that someday and to see him actually do yes. it made me so happy I'm so glad that we actually get to see him because he does I love his movies I'm such a huge Guillermo del Toro fan um yeah Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favorites but The Orphanage is my yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it the of Orphanage course. is one of my absolute favorite movies. Yeah. Um, the Devil's Backbone is great as well. Devil's um, Backbone is great. Yes. Um, uh, Kronos is amazing. Yeah. Of course, Hellboy 1-2. Yes. yes. Uh, even Blade 2 was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did do Blade. Um, so it's like, have you ever seen um, pictures of the inside of his house? Yes. I think yeah. I, I've shared a few pictures in our nerd chat. Like yeah, he. Yeah. The inside of his house just looks like a horror museum, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's fascinating. What I would give to just tour his house for one day, yeah, I he, would be he in heaven. <laughs> he had so much stuff accumulated that he yes. bought a second house just to just store to house his things. Yes, all these things, <laughs> and he's got like you know Frankenstein statues, uh-huh. some of Blair bus. Um, just a random feel of just anything yes. horror and sci-fi. Yes, and they're uh, all life-size. Yeah. They're all life-size oh, cool. things. I love it. Um, but just to be able to actually see him before each episode, and I love that each episode has its own it's 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 its own self-contained story with its yeah. own self-contained cast with its own director. Yeah. Um, so you don't see any actors repeated, you don't see any repeated stories, you don't see um it's it's not the same director. Each each episode looks completely different from the other one, and each episode is set in a different time period. And I love that they're all so different. Yeah. And it's I, like each it's, episode, it's so I'm nice. like, this one's my favorite. No, no, no. And then you watch another one, like, no, 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 this one's my favorite. No, no, this one, no, no, this one. It's like they're all so different. I love this series. Oh, yeah. this was 
this was so well done. Um, I, and I liked how he introduced it yes. and he gave recognition to the person that that directed it, right? Yes, and I love how he has a figurine of each director. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved, I think out of everything, Lot 36 was one of my favorites. Uh-huh. I thought that was insane. Yeah. Um, I loved then, episode else? four. It reminded me of a Tales from the Crypt episode, the one with the lotion. Oh. Oh my god! Yeah, that was so bizarre. Yeah, like, what I is, think I think that was one of my favorites. What is going on, and why <laughs> am I so turned on? <laughs> that one was so it was so weird, but it was one of my favorites. That one, and then um, the one with Ben Barnes that was based off of um, off of a Lovecraft story, I believe. Oh, where where he's like a writer? Yes, where he's a writer. Just, yeah, yeah, and that was really all of good. those puppets were practical effects. Those were real yeah. life puppets, and they weren't CGI, which I love. That I yeah. absolutely love the fact that they insisted on using real puppets. Like they took it back. Um, yeah, that was that was really good too. Like I said, um, the one that I really liked that I was like, "Whoa, this is fucking tripping me out." Was the viewing, um, by. Panos Cosmatos. Uh, his movies are fucking weird. Uh-huh. I just love seeing his name. But it's the one where they all go to the rich guy's house. Oh. And like all shit breaks They loose. all did like the freaky coke and the faces yeah. were melting off. <laughs> that one made my was... brain melt. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Peter Weller. That's Robocop. Peter Weller. He yeah. was it. He's the guy. But the music was so cool. Like so that. trippy. Like, it was so trippy. Synthesizer, <laughs> trippy. But I was like, what the fuck is going on in this yeah. movie? It was just so bizarre. But yeah, it, everything was good. That was such mm-hmm. a good watch. I, I, I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Um, I love that idea, like for that series. I love that it what was it uh, eight episodes, I believe. And yeah, it was like yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I believe it was eight. Let me see right now. Yeah, eight episodes. Yeah, um, I love that all eight episodes were completely different from each other. I yeah. I love that whole concept. It was so great. I didn't. I there was no chance to get bored because no. they were all so different. No, and yeah. I I just I love Guillermo del Toro. I hope he keeps doing stuff like that. And I, I just yeah. loved being able to see him. We don't get to see enough of him ever. He just seems like a nice guy. He there was an interview with him with um, Mark Marin, and just hearing him talk and like mm-hmm. his passion and how much he loves movies growing up and like he's just a guy that loves movies and he happens to be this amazing director. Like it's yes, just, just in, insane. I I love the guy. Yeah. Um. Have you watched um? His show, I think it's on Hulu. Uh, oh my god, it's uh, I just had a complete brain fart. Um, it's uh, a sci fi show, it's on Hulu, um, about vampires, but they're not like regular vampires. Oh my god, the strain, yes, yes. the strain. Yeah, I've I didn't read the <laughs> book, but I listened, I listened to the audiobook, uh huh, and I fucking love the audiobook. <laughs> I, 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 I listened to it first, yeah. and it's got a uh, Ron Perlman is the one that reads the entire book series. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this book is amazing. This book is so fucking good. Yeah. One of the best takes of vampires. And then I saw the show and I'm like, man, this show is so fucking great. This is amazing. And then like the last season, they they like read the book and they said, fuck this book. We're going to do our own thing. Season one was almost identical to the book. Yeah, it was. I, I, yeah. So, so 
identical. Like they yeah. mirrored each other perfectly. Yeah. Um, I think after like the season, the second season, I kind of fell off. Um, but they did such a good job with the first season. I wish they would have just stuck to the story. Yeah, that would have been phenomenal if they had done, like I said, yeah, if they had stuck to how just everything ends, how, yeah, you know, you know, it was like the, you know, like the nuclear reactor that went mm-hmm. out and then uh, it, it, it was just, the book's amazing and the show started off really well and then it just kind of like, what is yeah. going on? They, they just went like they they made a complete left i was like and i'm done <laughs> yeah that was me too i'm out peace out guys that was me <laughs> I, I did like um one of my favorite characters was uh, uh vaseli fett the yeah the exterminator i thought he yeah. was so i he was, he great. was like my favorite yeah, yeah he, he was, was he was so fucking awesome with yeah. his uh what did he have like um yeah it was like a piece of rebar he would just yeah kill these vampires with it <laughs> he was great he was he yeah. was fun i i pick him for my team <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah but that's um I, I feel like i've watched a lot and at the same time not same thing like <laughs> during work i'll have like a movie just on mute and like i watched while working like spider-man one two and three for some mm-hmm. reason <laughs> i don't know <laughs> why uh, and i was like fuck these are really good movies and then i watched uh, uh staying alive the sequel to wow Spider-Man fever <laughs> i have no idea why i i do not know why but i was like i don't know let me just watch this for the hell of it and then i was like and then another day i was like you know what let me just watch Saturday night fever and then you know what let me watch uh uh face off so i filled down this like john travolta hole um, but other than that, the yeah, only show you that took I it way think back. Of, yeah, <laughs> the only thing that stands out was I watched Andor on Disney Plus. Uh-huh. It's like the prequel to Star Wars Rogue One, um, and it, it's one of my favorite Star Wars movies ever. And it's the a movie that has no lightsabers. No, oh, it does have a, a lightsaber fight, but it has like it's not about the the skywalkers or a bunch of jedi shit it's it's pretty much like an espionage movie and mm-hmm. this show is set before the movie it's got uh uh diego luna playing cassian indoor um and then it's got one of my favorite scars guards stellan scars guard um playing luthan and he does such an amazing job on this show there's this monologue that he does about sacrifice that gave me chills Mm-hmm. And now he's double dipping into Disney money. He's taken that Star Wars money and his money from Thor and Avengers when he played that scientist. Well, that's right. That's you know, right. He's doing the the old the old double dip. But yeah, <laughs> but that's about it. And that's really the only thing I could think of that really stood out. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's stuff, but that's really <laughs> the only thing is Andor. <laughs> but you know what I did watch. The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh my God. Talk about what a great show. That, <laughs> how long have we been talking about this show? I know Two you years? were excited the second it was announced. That's yeah. all you could talk about. And it was finally here. And I was sad that it was over. But I, me personally, uh-huh. I loved it. It was <laughs> exactly what I was hoping for and more. It was cheesy, it was Christmassy, <laughs> and it had Kevin Bacon, one of my all-time favorite actors. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, 
it was definitely it had all of the Christmas cheese. It really did. It was yeah. super duper Christmas cheesy. But what the hell is up with Groot? Why? I don't know. Did, I don't, what happened to Groot? Why does he look like that? We were looking at him. It's like, what is this? Is this like, like are they what? doing away with CGI and they're just doing like a practical effect? I'm like, did they go to Walmart and just pick up like a leftover Halloween costume? Like he looked Be- like, you know, like the 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 bootleg costumes that you see in the city in New York City yeah. <laughs> when they like try to scam you to take a picture with them and then you got to pay them. It That's what like- he looked like. It looked like a decent cosplay that you see like at Megacon. <laughs> no, the I've thing, seen I've seen better cosplay at, at, the thing, at Comic-Con. <laughs> the thing that killed me was my one complaint was he, when he was like dancing. <laughs> like that looks so fake. Like that, that looks so bad. The dancing was so bad. <laughs> he was like, like playing his arms, like swinging his arms in the air. I'm like, okay, this is not good. This okay, come on, guys. But oh. other than that. It was so funny. Um, the line that had me dead was, I'm sorry, a gobot killed his cousin. <laughs> I could not breathe. Because I thought that was so fucking funny. I like, mean, it was just so random. I Listen, if they do an Adventures of Mantis and Drax, I'll watch that shit. I'll watch yeah. that shit. Because they're just so damn goofy and stupid. It was it's so just, funny. It's like I would watch it. I would. It, Mantis it is so just funny. so adorably like. Yeah, she was so good. Dumb. Um, she, I just, she's so cute. <laughs> she's she's so she's cute. cute. It's like, adorable. Were, it's endearing. Yep, yeah, where she's like yelling, a go back, kill this cousin. <laughs> uh, that, that was just genius. Like, to, she's to so cute. Drax hates GoBots, and the guys that you know who GoBots are, they're like almost like a Transformers type of cartoon <laughs> and toy line that failed miserably. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, it was like an alternate universe within the Transformers multiverse, and it just failed miserably. It was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. And when we see the GoBot on like that man's Chinese theater, I'm like, oh, that's so. <laughs> random and why is Drax wanting to fight him and then we find out why and then <laughs> you know they, they call him I can't believe we took a picture of God of War which is like <laughs> one of the biggest video games on the PS5 right now yeah. Um, but yeah she was cute she was funny he was yeah. funny he was so funny just Drax everything is always about a good time. It. Drax is always a good time <laughs> <laughs> so funny Um, towards the and then Kevin Bacon being Kevin Bacon yeah and I think that's the reason why I like Kevin Bacon so much is because unlike other actors who don't like talking about past movies, mm-hmm. he fully embraces his entire filmography. He doesn't you know? take himself too seriously. No. Yeah. Like he'll go on Jimmy Fallon and redo the entire Footloose dance, mm-hmm. you know, because he, I'm sure he knows this movie made me who I am. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, and like him talking about Footloose, him talking about Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, <laughs> it kickstarted his career. Like, don't yeah. you, you can't you can't shit on it. That's what that's what got your name out there. What did um What did uh Peter say? Uh, you you human trafficked Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Not the human trafficking is funny, guys. But oh no, yeah, yeah. that's funny. But but come on, 
the, the show was on. funny. It's, it was. Uh, <laughs> the very opening animation, the way they nailed that like cheesy 1980s, yeah. mid-70s animation was yeah. so funny. I love the know. the animation. I like the cartoons. Yeah, that was great. And everyone getting a Christmas present. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Rocket getting Bucky's arm. Yeah. Which was, it was a callback <laughs> to, what was it, um, Infinity War? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm dying to know. We we'd better get an after credit scene at some point on how that happens. I need to see yeah. how that happens. And we got Cosmo. We got to see Cosmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Cosmo, and we got we finally got to hear Cosmo's voice, and it was voiced by that one girl whose name escapes her right now. She was in that second Borat movie. Uh, uh, I can't remember her, her name. name either. Well, her, her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sure, and <laughs> that it, it was it, it, that girl, and it was great seeing Cosmo. Uh-huh. Uh, we find out that like the Guardians bought nowhere from um, the Collector, so the Collector's still alive, right? Um, and this is set between it. When did we last see them? Set between Thor, or, or after Thor, obviously, after Thor. And, like, right? And then it leads into Guardians of the Galaxy three, which the trailer came, or the teaser came out, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be a pretty emotional movie, I think. My God, I'm telling you, uh, it. oh, God, they're going to kill Rocket. I, I'm convinced I, I, they're going to kill Rocket and I'm going to cry. I'm I gonna think cry. so. I think they, so. I, they showed us baby Rocket and I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my so. shit. You can't this, show me baby animals at all. This is, you can't. This is why I think they're going to kill Rocket in this one, the, because Bradley uh, Cooper said this is his last movie. Uh-huh. And this is James Gunn's last movie, right? <laughs> um, now that he's part of the DC um, collective, the mm-hmm. the brain now behind everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, and it's pretty much everyone's last movie. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is his last hurrah as Rocket. Um, he he either dies in battle or he retire or he, he retires. Who the fuck knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if this is the end for everybody. And we see another volume done by another director with a whole different group of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, I man. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if Mantis stays on board. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Nebula stays on board. Yeah. And we get, like, new people hop on board. But um, just to go back to the cartoon or to the Holly special, the very end where uh, we see... Uh, what's his name now? Uh, the blue guy with the fin. Fuck. Yandu. His name. Yandu. Mm-hmm. Give Peter like a Christmas. Oh my God. Yeah. That got me. Yeah. That, got you right in the feels, huh? <laughs> that got me right in the feels. I'm like, oh my God, this is so sad and so happy for him. Yes, it's a Christmas. But all in all, it was a great, it was a great show. It was a great presentation. Um, I love that opening Christmas song. That was great. <laughs> um, and then to, I love the part where he's like, "You guys just learned how to use these instruments, or you just learned it now." <laughs> um, and then to see Kevin Bacon play with everybody—that was yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, my only gripe was Groot. It, it just—he just looks so damn weird. He just looks yeah, so goddamn weird. What and he fuck? seems like this. If you look at the trailer for the third volume, he, he looks yeah. somewhat the same. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know I'm what's like, going why? on. Because when we saw him in the in the Thor movie, he he didn't look like that. 
No, he was like a teen. Or he, he was, was like like a, like a skinny teen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's his face. It just looks weird, too. His face is so wide. I don't know. I don't his like face, it. He, he has like a wide baby face. And then he's got like this grown up. Like what? I feel like <laughs> I feel like they forgot to put Groot in this in the Christmas special and was like, oh, shit. We forgot. <laughs> we forgot. Grab somebody. somebody grab an extra and put him in the suit and then just throw him in the back and have him bounce around. Yeah, That's hey, all they I got did. this. I got this foam. I got this uh, spray paint. Let's uh-huh. let's put it together. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody exactly. would notice. Yeah, no one would know. Just, just no stick one's a, gonna know. Just stick them in the back. Nobody will see oh. them. Nobody will notice. But to bounce back on that t- teaser, we finally got to see Adam Warlock. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how this plays out. Um. Yeah. I. I. I'm reserving judgment for now. Yeah. I'm reserving judgment till the movie comes out, and I'm I'm not sure. I'm just worried. I'm worried about Rocket. That's where my concern is right now. (laughs) My kryptonite is animals. You know how you you can't. Oh God, you you can't kill an animal in a movie for me. I I, that's my kryptonite. I'm I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose my shit. I did like the part. I thought they were coming back to Earth on in that trailer, and come to find out, they were like in some other planet where people are like somewhere. Animals and whatnot, and then Drax <laughs> smacked the girl in the face with the When with he the nailed ball. that little girl with yeah, the ball. That was, that was so when funny. I tell you, I cackled so loud. <laughs> I was hilarious. And it, they got like their new, these new like um, outfits on, these yeah. like more like, like military uniforms. I wonder, mm. be, I wonder if they're doing that because they're trying to take themselves more serious after what happened. You know, after Endgame, yeah. I get. We'll find out next year. Yeah. Um. What is it? May of twenty twenty three. I think. I think so. Yeah. We got that next year. We also have what else? Ant Man. Oh yes, Ant Man. Right. And then oh. there's a few shows sprinkled throughout um Disney Plus that um we're excited about. But I guess I guess we'll see how how this ends. Oh man. How oh, how this man. ends. But speaking about endings, <laughs> that yes. Atlanta series finale. Man, I'm so sad it's over. I know. I know. Our friends are gone. I'm so sad. This was our such friends, a such a great show. Our, our, our friends are gone. Um, it was it was an amazing, amazing run. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Atlanta was an amazing evolution from season one to season four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like just to see how that show evolved, big was time, brilliant. Yeah, such a big you know, change from episode one to that last episode. No, yeah, yeah, and and everyone changed. Um, um, Alfred Paperboy changed. Darius, pretty much uh, stayed stayed stay the same. I was gonna say, I think Darius yeah. is the only one that kind of stayed the same throughout. Yeah, but Earn changed tre- drastically yeah. in a positive way. Uh, Vanessa changed as well. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was it was a great it was a great run, an amazing four seasons. The this last season was just genius, just genius. Yeah. And we still never saw Paperboy Ref. You know, you know <laughs> yeah, we did not not once. The closest thing we got to see him rap was when he was telling someone who he was. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you know, it's me, you know, Paperboy, Paperboy. Mm-hmm. And that's the closest thing we saw him. Dude, that was it. That was but it. But other than that, it was it was amazing. It was just beautiful. 
um, this last episode um, is Darius pretty much centered uh, while the other team is eating sushi at the first <laughs> um, oh, black sushi <laughs> restaurant in Atlanta. Yikes. Yikes, man. Popeyes. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> And then pretty much something that me that you and me had talked about was mm-hmm. is this really happening? Like is this like a simulation? Because things have been odd this this past season. Um, Very the odd. Entire, the entire episode at the mall that was really weird. Um, the fact that there was a African American that ran Disney Animation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that goofy episode was something that else, go- man. Right, and then. We see this and we see that Darius goes into this like, you know, um, what is it? A meditation floating he chamber? Goes, yeah, he goes into, um, uh, what do you call those pods? Um, let's Google this. <laughs> let's Google this. <laughs> oh, it, uh, uh, float therapy. Yeah. Which uh, I've a flotation done tank. Yeah. Flotation tank. Which, I, which I've done before and they're amazing and now I can think of it. Oh, sensory deprivation. Jesus Christ. There we go. There we go. Yeah, sensory deprivation, which I've done, and it's amazing, especially for people who suffer from anxiety. Um, yeah, it's it it feels amazing. Like you come out of there completely zen out and relaxed, and it's good if you have um, um, sore muscles, if you have uh, problems with your joints, um, if you get migraines, if you have problems sleeping. Um, it's really therapeutic. Um, you just kind of, uh, you go in there, you're supposed to be completely nude. Um, the water is heated to the same temperature as to your same body temperature. So you don't even feel the water. You just kind of feel like you're just floating in space. Yeah. Um, and it's noise completely dark. So you're just kind of, you really do feel like you're just floating in space and you're supposed to be in there for maybe about an hour and you're, you just completely just de-stress and you just let go and you just, you know, you, you're supposed to basically have kind of an out of, out of body experience while you're there. Well, you um, what, what he was having and then he uh-huh. wasn't, he wasn't sure if he was still having it or if he was in the <laughs> real world. Yeah. Um, and it was, I, I I think we ended that episode still not knowing. Yeah, because his thing was he knew he was still in a dream if Judge Judy was thick. <laughs> this is why yeah. I love Darius, man. Yeah. Darius is just such a, he's on another level, man. Yeah, he, he, he said that like, if he's watching Judge Judy and she's thick, mm-hmm. he knows that he's still dreaming. Yeah. Um, what I found really neat was uh, we find out that he has a brother, or did he really have a brother? He had a brother who passed. Yep, exactly. Yep, and yeah. like, yep, and uh, we get to see that interaction mm-hmm. um, with him. Um, there is an interaction at the pharmacy with Cree Summer. Yes, um, and guys, if you don't know who Cree Summer is, then you obviously have never watched a different world. Oh my god! <laughs> or um, the. Amazing cartoon on Nickelodeon, uh, the infamous Rugrats. She also voiced one of the people in Rugrats. And now she does like a lot of voice uh, um, acting work for like cartoons and video games. But mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, Chris Summer. Wasn't she on that show and the vampire show you like? What is it called? 
Oh yeah, yeah. She was on that too. She she was she she did one episode on that, and I loved it. Uh, what is it? Uh, it what, was, we, what we did, what in the we shadows. did in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was like the yoga meditation vampire that was just um, <laughs> that, that she was like sc scamming everybody. <laughs> Didn't she convince them to like take out their fangs? Yep, yeah. Because everybody take out their fans, and like she was just like scamming all these vampires. Uh, it was like the best. But yeah, what a great show! Uh, what a great show! What a great ending! Um, the other crew they get into a fight with the owner of the restaurant because he he they like pretty much um, uh, disrespect him and the art of sushi. Oh my god! <laughs> and then Darius comes in like in this like pink Cadillac. Yeah, and like a Barbie pink Cadillac yeah. convertible that he stole, but like we don't know how <laughs> he stole this car. Yeah. And then they're uh, home just having a good time. And, you know, he's like, I don't know if this is real. And he goes, no, this is real. Like, we're your yeah. friends. Like, we're here. And then he watches Judge Judy and he smiles. And we don't know mm -hmm. if it was thick Judge Judy, which is a dream, <laughs> or if it's real. I, I loved it. I thought it yeah. was so good. So basically, it's like we don't know if the entire show is just him imagining this life for him and his friends yeah or if it really happened yep and it just kind of like zooms out and fades to black and that's it the end we don't know we don't know <laughs> that's it no more no oh more. man and i think didn't you mention in like one of the episodes like what if this is all just a dream yeah like what if this is like just in in paperboy's mind head. or in urn's mind and it ends up possibly being in, just being in darius's mind I, I said it was that 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 one season once things didn't click and things were just very off and even in the first season mm -hmm. the invisible car um yeah. the guy just <laughs> floating just floating like, yeah. it just did not make much sense i'm like i wouldn't be surprised if this is like like all a, a figment of darius's imagination it was it was great i loved it yeah. guys if you haven't watched atlanta you can binge watch it now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I we highly recommend it. Yeah, seasons one through four are on Hulu, and it's just such a good show. Um, it, it's so well done. It's very smartly written. It's so great. The cast is so great. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield was definitely my favorite character on the show. Yeah. Um, he was such a standout for me. I feel like his character was just like. He was such a like, I don't know. He's had such a like an innocence about him. Like he was just <laughs> so carefree and just kind of he like was, he was just him. He was yeah, he was just him. Just like there's nothing hidden or sketchy about him. You never saw just, him get angry. Yeah, exactly. He was just him. <laughs> he was just like very accepting of whatever it was that was happening and just went yeah. with the flow and just. I don't know. Like, I kind of wish that like more people were like him. He just kind of, you know, took everything in stride and just went with it. Like, yeah, I kind of the second season one when Ern finds out finds out that he doesn't have a passport, it's expired. Yeah, he's like, relax. We'll we'll get taken care of. Yeah, he never. You never saw him stress about anything. It's like, man, what is it like to live like that? No stress. Yeah. Like, here, just smoke a joint. You'll be all right. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
Really good. Really good. And I love how they have the name, the title of the show incorporated in something around them. Yeah. Whether it be like a magazine that says Atlanta or like a ticket to like a plane ticket. Mm -hmm. This is Atlanta. Like I thought that was very, very neat how they did that. Yeah. I think like the final episode was it was all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So sad to see it go. So yeah, like I said, it, it luckily we still have it to view um whenever we want to. Yeah. It's 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 there like a very good, you know, like a best friend that says, <laughs> call me whenever you want, and they mean it. <laughs> that's that, that's who they were mm-hmm. uh, uh, but then something else we watched um which we've been dying to talk about uh black yes. panther wakanda forever man so man. much going on and in, in a good way so many feelings oh so my God. many feelings i watched it i went with my son and my brother-in-law we all watched it we loved it mm-hmm. and then my wife went like oh like a few weeks later with her friend karen and she was like, I couldn't stop crying. Like, it was just so good. And I'm like, yeah. me too. I was crying because I was sad. I was crying because I was just like, the emotions of like how ex- amazing things were happening. I'm like, ah, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that I didn't cry more, actually. Um, I, I lost it at the very end. That's that's oh when goodness. I really cried. Oh, my God. Oh, that's oh when I God. just, I let it all go. It just, tears. So something that we've been talking about for a while, even in our nerd chat group, is mm-hmm. how are they gonna explain, right, his his death? And we're like ha- thinking, is it gonna happen off screen? Is it gonna happen this? Or we're gonna see it happen? Mm-hmm. And the way they did it was amazing. I mean, yeah, not a lot, of, not a lot of explanation, not not a whole history. It starts off with he's dying. He yeah. has some sort of sickness we can't figure out what it is we can't fix it and like that's how it starts just chaos Mm -hmm. i'm like and that's it and then and then that's it it was like there isn't like a lot of exposition on this it's like what five ten minutes maybe yeah Um, and then then it's it's credits you know mm -hmm. um i feel like that was probably how they all felt yeah, because none of them knew as no. close as they all were. None of them knew what was going on. And that's, you know, uh, it it makes sense that that's how Ryan Coogler decided to rewrite the script. You know, they they really worked what happened into the script. None of them knew yeah. what was going on. None of them knew that he was dying. None of them knew that he had cancer. None of them knew that he had this disease. And that's basically what happened with the script. That's what happened in the movie. None of them knew that he had been harboring this disease. None of them knew that he was dying. And they probably felt that same way. They probably felt like it was chaotic. And what do we do? What are we doing? Where do we go? How do we, you know, how do, how do we do this without him? What are we doing? Um, so that I, I really felt that. And you could feel that throughout the whole film. You could absolutely see it in all of their faces. You yeah, could like what, feel it throughout the movie. You could like, tell. What do we do now? Like, like mm-hmm. where do we go from here? Like, what do we do? Like, he's our king, our protector's got like, what do we do? Yeah. And you could definitely feel it 
like it was for real like they weren't they weren't acting when it came to that like this is what they really felt they really yeah. did feel but that loss they felt lost without him they felt like what do we do without him how do we move yeah. on without him and you you could see it they there were so many times when you can just tell that um, there's that monologue with Angela Bassett like at the uh, United Nations and uh, she's like I've lost my my husband I lost my son and like and pretty much like you guys are gonna come up go over and mm-hmm. try to fuck with us like what's mm-hmm. the, what's wrong? oh my god that was an, an amazing speech Angela Bassett let me tell you oh that woman acted her ass off in yeah. this movie Angela Bassett really did her thing she's amazing oh my she god she is incredible and she looks amazing oh my god gorgeous she never, she never ages she is the picture of perfection that woman yeah she's amazing she did so well and she oh ah oh, gorgeous back in the early 90s when they were starting thinking about making an x-men movie she was the top person to play oh. Storm. How perfect would she have been a Storm? Ro and I yeah. talk about this all the time of yeah. how perfect she would have been for Storm. She's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was she was amazing. But um, the movie was a beautiful send off to Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they tied everything together, right? Um, under the circumstances of, of what happened, so sad. Mm-hmm. They were able to weave this compelling story of of loss, of of anger, mm-hmm. right, of uh, regret, and 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 like being able to like weave into like this beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, I mean, a beautiful send off to to Chadwick, um, the way they did that, and then also an introduction to some amazing new characters in in in, in the MCU. Hello, the um, Noche Huerta. Oh my God, she's. I was like, man, <laughs> holy shit! I was like, fuck, this guy is good looking. Hello, the Noche Huerta. Welcome, I, sir. As I'm stuffing my face with like popcorn and eating nachos, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is a this guy works out. The way when they first showed him like flutter up with his little wings, I'm like, mm-hmm. it works. Like they made it work and. Mm-hmm. Out of the two people that live underwater, they're like fish or water breathers. Mm-hmm. There was like the, you know, we had, what's his name as, um, uh, what was his name? Um, and in Justice League, Aquaman. We had uh, Aquaman, then we have this guy. Uh, oh, Jason Momoa? Na- yeah, Anamor or Namor. And I was like, Anamor is just like a fucking badass compared to the other guy. Like he is like a badass. Yeah, and then we had Atuma, who oh, yeah. was like his lead warrior, and then Namora. Oh my god! Who yes. was absolutely stunning, oh my gorgeous. God. My god, these fish people are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, oh. yeah absolutely. And then we got introduced to uh, Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to see her next year in Ironheart on Disney Plus. Um, but all that just so much. I mean, it's such an amazing movie. Um, yeah. We get to see, we find out that he's like 500 years old. Yeah. That was yeah. interesting. 
He says that he's a mutant, right? So he actually know, said it. He said the word. He said the yeah. N word. It's official. I'm, I'm, yep, I'm, I'm a mutant. I'm like, holy fuck, this is it's this, official. This is amazing. There we um, go. We and officially every, have mutants in the MCU, guys. Yeah, I mean, everybody did an amazing, um, just just a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, Okoye was fucking amazing. Okoye is such um, a badass. That fight uh, on the bridge. Her. Where like Atuma like rams her into the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody in the th- everybody in the theater went ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then she came back like, "Let's start some shit now." You, let, oh, yeah. let's end this. Let me tell you, man. Uh, there was nothing but warriors throughout this movie. That's oh, all yeah, I yeah. saw on both sides. It oh, was yeah. ugh, man. Lupita speaking Spanish. I love her. Oh my I love god, her so much! She's oh my amazing. god, that was, that was like, oh my god, I, I, I got, <laughs> the, fl- I, the flutters. Yeah, yeah. She's and then it's like, I was like, I didn't know she spoke Spanish, and then I looked it up, and like, she was really. She was born. I you did didn't not know, know she was that. Born in Mexico? Nope. Yeah. And like, I, and like after reading that, I'm like, oh, Lupita. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't it. know you didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, and Baku was fucking amazing. I oh, thought I man. thought he was dead. I thought he died when he got punched in the chest. I'm like, oh, when he another broke body. through that chest plate. <laughs> yeah, another like, another Oof. body. Oof. Another yeah. body. No, um, Baku was great. Let me tell yeah. you, when he called Okoye a bald headed demon, oh <laughs> yeah, I cackled. I was yeah. on the floor. Oh, that was so him. good. That was love so him. good. Uh, uh, we got to see everyone's favorite second colonizer, Everett Ross. Oh, um, I, I I love him. I love Martin Freeman. I've, He's I've loved great. Him since yeah. I, I saw him in Love Actually. He's so <laughs> so funny, so great. But him as Everett, and then <clears throat> I've been saying this for the past since One Division. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens in Disney Plus shows links directly to the MCU and vice versa. Yeah, and that's when we and then. Coming we to find Val. out who shows up, Val. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, like, like I couldn't imagine people like. Oh yeah, uh, my wife said it. She goes, Karen had never watched fucking Winter Soldier, so she she didn't know who. She's like, who the why is why is fucking Elaine? <laughs> and like I could imagine everybody probably that hasn't watched fucking Winter Soldier saying, who is she? Why? What is she Ugh. doing here? Ugh, come on. Amen. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it was great. Um, uh, Letitia Wright did an amazing job of yeah. someone whose anger and bitterness just, you know, pushed pushed her away from everybody mm-hmm. and her, um, pretty much like her responsibilities, right? To take, yeah, to protect her, her nation. Um, and she was angry, yeah, and then that's how we get that cameo by um a Killmonger. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like I don't know, man. I I, I could feel I could feel her. I, I just felt her sadness throughout this movie. I know yeah. that she struggled throughout the entire filming of this movie. I know that there were so many issues behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many issues. There were so many times that they had to stop filming and there were so many 
delays and everything. And I, I don't know, man, I don't know about anybody else, but I could see it. I could, I could tell just watching her just in her face and in, in like, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else could see it, but I, I just felt it. I felt it coming from her. Like, yeah, I, I just felt like she, she didn't want to do this without Chadwick. I yep. felt that from her. I felt like she didn't want to be there without him. She didn't want to do this without him. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, I saw it. I could feel it. And I, I don't blame her at all. I know that um, everybody on this cast, like they weren't, they weren't just coworkers. They weren't just castmates. They were friends. They considered each other family. And I, I don't know. I got that heavy, heavy feeling from this movie watching them. And I know that that funeral scene was kind of like a real funeral for them. Yeah. And throughout, I mean, it was a great movie. And the notch was so good. So good. He He did so great. Um, But I really felt like that heaviness from, from the cast from Wakanda. Yeah. Like throughout the whole thing. And man, that ending... Uh, oh, my, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. that ending. So, yeah. Oh, guys, uh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you guys are new to the show, we spoil everything. And then everything uh, for you guys that are longtime listeners, you should know already that we spoil everything. <laughs> but we find out that like T'Challa had has a son. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, my when God. He came out. But he came out and like said hi to his aunt. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That um I felt like that was a perfect answer to all these people that kept insisting, oh, they should just recast the chala. They should just recast the chala. Like, this is the perfect answer yeah. to that whole bullshit to all these people insisting to recast T'Challa. Even after Kevin Feige said, no, we're not going to recast T'Challa. Even after Ryan Coogler said, no, we're not going to recast T'Challa. Well, if you have to recast T'Challa, this is the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, throughout the Now that you've seen the movie, did you did you see a Namor as a, as a villain or as a, like an anti-hero in the movie? Honestly, I don't think he was a villain. Me neither. I don't. I, 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 I don't think he was a villain. He may have gone about certain things the wrong way. Um, I I didn't want him to kill Queen Ramonda. No, obviously. No. Um, I, I I do. I was with him against the fucking colonizers. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, he was a person trying to protect his people, and yeah, and that was a beautiful scene where mm-hmm. we see one. They're like highly advanced in technology. Yeah. And through, and they're just a very happy underwater kingdom. And he's trying to protect that. And exactly. He sees what they've done, you know, on, mm-hmm. on the surface. He sees what they're trying to do with Wakanda over their vibranium. And he doesn't mm-hmm. want that. And he's going to stop it at any means necessary. Exactly. To protect his people, you know. Exactly. I saw him as a protector, not a villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just went about things the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, if anything, then... Uh, t- then Black Panther was a villain in Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. Exactly. You know, and he was just trying to do right by what he thought he was doing right. Like, someone killed my pops. I gotta kill this guy now. And I don't care who the fuck gets in my way. 
I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm killing these guys, and not Winter Soldier. Um, a civil war. Yeah. Um, know, it's it's on the same. It's pretty much on, on the same lines, but uh, what an amazing job! Uh, I said I I love that it, they were all um, linked to to like a Hispanic background. Mm-hmm. I uh, love that Ryan Coogler did his research and yeah. went and used actual Mayan and Aztec language. Yeah. Yep. And he went and used like the actual history and. Like, the, I, I love that. I love that he actually went and did the work and did the research. And it's just like, so boring to be like, oh, he's from Atlantis. Like, yeah. fuck, give us fuck something Atlantis. new. Yeah, Atlantis has been around for forever. Give us something new that's tangible. If you're going to do something, if you're going to make people that breathe underwater and they live for hundreds of years, if you're going to make it somewhat realistic, Mm-hmm. Then base it on something that we could say, oh yeah, that has some sort of like historical background, like it goes back to like Aztec Mayan. Oh, like that was genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love that part. I I'm actually so interested in finding out more about what they're gonna do with Namor and, and that background. I hope they pursue it and and keep going. Yeah. Apparently, like Universal owns the right to both him and the Hulk and that's why they like that's why there hasn't been like a solo Hulk movie mm-hmm. but like they could use him like as a like as a supporting character and apparently the same thing with, with this guy um so I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see him show up here and there yeah I'm looking forward to seeing more of no more oh honestly. he was amazing he was absolutely amazing just yeah now now next Megacon now wait till you see all these guys in green, green <laughs> walking around fucking cosplay. Love it. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. No, we're it gonna was, see great ones. Great. We're gonna see and then we'll see not so good ones. Oh god. We're we're gonna see some some pretty bad ones. Listen, guys, huh? we if if you know that you shouldn't be wearing the speedo, don't. Okay. Yeah. Do everyone a favor. If you know you shouldn't, don't do it. Do everyone a favor. And it's, so, what do you think about um Dominique and and Riri and, and Ironheart? Um, listen, I want to be honest. All right, I, I'm gonna keep it real. I felt like she was unnecessary. Let's yeah, just be real. Here. It was kind of rushed. It was like, wait a second, she's like a genius. She created her own Iron Man suit. We're not gonna really explain yeah. that like i i felt like she was unnecessary i know that they felt the need to introduce her at some point before the show but yeah. in this movie i just felt like she was real unnecessary and they just kind of like shoved her in like they were like oh wait let's just throw her in there real quick i i just she wasn't needed it could have been anybody it, it could be like, yeah. a, like an actual scientist that they're trying to save it could be yeah. in you know, someone along those lines. But yeah, I, I feel the same way. I felt yeah. it was kind of unnecessary, but then just kind of rushed. Like, mm-hmm. wait a second, she's this genius. Like, like in Iron Man 2, Tony Stark says, no one can build this except me. Right. And 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 she did it out of a garage in Chicago. Yeah, out of <laughs> scraps, apparently. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> out of scraps. and where did you get these scraps? To I, I don't, 
eat I, I don't know it was just it was unnecessary it was it was just it didn't make any sense to me I just it was just she wasn't needed you could have easily cut that part out and it wouldn't have made a difference to the movie yeah it would have changed no. nothing from the movie um other than that I enjoyed the rest of the movie um I did it it just this movie just felt like uh, it there was just such a heavy sadness to this movie for me yeah um I agree. I agree. Oh, there's one character. So Lake Bell, she was like that one scientist we see at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with her character because um, she she isn't like a huge actress. She does a lot of voice work. Mm-hmm. Um, she does Poison Ivy on Harley Quinn. Um, she did Black Widow in What If? And um, oh, she also did like Vanessa, um, Vanessa and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So someone like that, I wonder, was it just a one-off type of thing? Or are we going to see her again and throughout the MCU? Like, is she going to play a bigger part somehow? I'm not sure. She doesn't seem that important to me right now. Exactly. Right now. But, right now. But, but who knows? Or, like, are we going to see her maybe, like, in, I don't know, Thunderbolts? Or maybe, maybe. Like, in um, uh, Secret Invasion? I, I I just found it interesting that they sh- that she was in the movie for like a quick second. Mm-hmm. It, um, it just just makes me wonder. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like she can be replaced with any other white girl. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> she's just very basic to me. She didn't she didn't stand out. You know, she she wasn't a standout person to me. Um, so, but I don't know. Who knows? She might play an important role later on i wouldn't even say important but i just want to i just wonder if she's gonna pop up again because i was like oh like bell's in this movie that's that's interesting that they picked her but i guess we'll see but all in all yeah a, an amazing movie um the entire riri williams i i, I 100% agree with you mm-hmm. i think that could have been just a scientist yeah you know, they're trying to save and the fact that they kind of just rushed that she's this genius you know, yeah. and she built all the stuff. Like to me, it was like, wait a second, what? Like you're just gonna gloss over this? That exactly. Quickly? Like they didn't give it enough time for it to be important. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think this one compared to the first Black Panther? Oh man, that's tough. I was just man, that's really tough. I would say, yeah. I mean, they're just as good in their own in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, they each bring something amazing to the MCU. They both brought something amazing to me as a fan of the character and as a fan of the of, of just movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the mu- I, I love the music in, in in the second one. Like the score mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Okay, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I said I think just as good. Like I said I, I mean if it wasn't for Tanakh being yeah. in it. Yeah, he played such an amazing part in that, and he he he, he had so much weight um, with his character, and 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 everyone else did it. Everyone did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about the first one that just that that was just like phenomenal. That was just like this is a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the first one holds a special place in my heart because of Chadwick. Um, yeah, but this one. I just I just love the introduction of Tenochtitlan and like that whole group 
Like yeah. that was that was so special to me. Like he was so good. Like I yeah. know the movie wasn't about him, but it just that was such a standout for me. And everyone talking about Doctor Doom having like a cameo or like an appearance. What? Like, what? I, I I think I mean as cool as that might have been, like where we find out that he's the one behind them, him trying to steal Vibranium. I think it will have taken away from yeah. everything. Because yeah. then the focus would have been on him. Same thing like if Doctor Strange showed up in WandaVision. The focus would have been on Doctor Strange. Right. And not on, on Wanda, right? Exactly. Um, you know what? He's Doctor Doom's going to show up eventually. And when he does, I'm sure it's going to be epic. And he will have his time to shine. But for right. now, this was a, a, a beautiful move. A, a, a beautiful send-off. Oh, it, it looked absolutely stunning. Like visually yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it holds so much more sadness for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's about that time. It's about um, that popular time. What is Abel's unpopular opinion this week? I gotta say, I don't know what people's gripe is about putting A1 steak sauce on steaks. <laughs> what? I, I put A1 steak sauce on my steak. I don't care words from people like oh a good steak shouldn't need any sauce it's like well what's on the steak other than salt right people like oh yeah i I seasoned this perfectly well what did you season it with salt no i want something a little bit more than just salt on my steak i'm I'm putting what a1 steak sauce is for that's it's it's been around (laughs) since since god knows how long let me see let me look up how long a1 steakhouse has been around because if, if it's been around more than 20 years um, then, 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 yeah. That I, I, I could, I could say, I could say, okay, I, I see, I have a point. But it's been around for like almost a hundred years. You want to tell me that for a hundred years, motherfuckers haven't been like, oh, this is, <laughs> this works. I thought that that was the whole point of a one steak sauce. I thought you were yeah, supposed to put it on steaks. I was, I was. Uh, <laughs> it was obviously we invented to, for a reason. I know. We went to Outback. And it was like, uh, well. One of our one nights where we were like, just me and T- Teresa and, and no um, Tessa. And like, we went to a very famous restaurant. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. It's called the Outback Steakhouse. Whoa. <laughs> and like, yeah. And like, I asked for like A1 and like the guy looked at me like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yes, give me A1 steak sauce. And, you know, but that's it. I, me personally, I, uh, I, I like A1 steak sauce on my steaks. All righty. Nothing wrong with but, that. That's what yeah, it's for. Some people, yeah, some people are like, oh, it's taboo. Like, oh, you, if, if it's if it's a good steak, you shouldn't need any sauce in it. Motherfucker, let me eat my own steak the way I wanted to. And apparently A1 steak sauce, or steak sauce has been around since, let me see, 1840, 1824. Listen, who's the one's going to be chewing it up? You. It's, exactly. It's, Mind it's your business, people. Mind your business. Close, close to two hundred years. So Henderson William, thank you, thank you for creating <laughs> a one steak sauce. There you go. That that's all I got. How about you? <laughs> Listen, gender reveal parties. Oh my god, they are the most unnecessary, stupidest, biggest waste of time and money ever. No one gives a fuck. All right. Yeah, y'all are just looking for an excuse to brag about the new brat that you're bringing into the world and wanting people to spend money on you. 
Yeah, like stop it. Like, stop it. No one gives a fuck. Okay. Like we all know you're pregnant. It's uh, it's either gonna be a boy or a girl. We'll find out eventually mm-hmm. on, on, on Instagram. And then y'all are gonna go and have another fucking baby shower after we find out if it's gonna be a boy or a girl, so that we can spend even more money on you. Why? Why? I don't get it. Y'all are going to have a gender reveal party to have some sort of exploding dust or release balloons or have fireworks and release some sort of toxins (laughs) into the atmosphere to further ruin the earth that's already crumbling. Stop it. Fucking stop it. I wonder who's the first one that that said, you know what? Let's have a gender reveal party. Like I, I wonder swear how, to God. I wonder I, how that went down. <laughs> I swear to fucking Christ. The next person that invites me to a gender reveal party, my RSVP is going to say I don't care. Uh, well, because on, I don't. Miss. Because I don't Alexa, Alexa um update <laughs> gender reveal party. <laughs> No, do not invite me. My RSVP <laughs> will say, I don't care. And if you tell me something about it, I'm going to say, stuff it up your ass. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay? No one gives a fuck. No. Nobody gives a goddamn fuck. Have what your baby. is the fucking point? Shut yeah. the fuck up. Have your, Have your fucking baby. kid in peace and quiet matter of fact don't tell nobody about shit let everybody know once the kids here there shut the fuck let, up no one let cares. everybody know once the kids like 13 and like yeah. damn you had a kid like 13 years ago you didn't tell anything anybody they're like yeah matter of fact don't even have the kid the world's already <laughs> overpopulated how about that how about stop having babies the stop world is already babies. overpopulated there's no room for your fucking baby Stop nope. it. You're being selfish. Nobody's getting pregnant on my watch. There's no room for your kid anymore. Go away. Nobody's don't getting have pregnant. It. Not today, Satan. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, why? Why do we need to have a whole last party to find out if it's going to be a boy or girl? There's only two it, choices. It's a boy or girl. It's 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 the equivalent of this could have been in an email. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't fucking get it. Why? Why? And then, and then, have you seen all of those fucking videos with the botched gender reveal? Oh, yeah. I it's love supposed those. to be like a colored powder and it ends up being like black or something. It's like, yeah. uh, you're having a black baby? Is that, that what you're, you're trying to tell the, us? And the Antichrist. Like, what are you trying to tell us? Like, uh, I, I don't get it. You're a white couple and it's black smoke. Are you trying to tell us that? What are you trying to tell us? What What, is, what does this mean? Exactly. Is there a deeper meeting? I don't, I don't understand. Like, Literally, what's going on? Yeah, I'm like, you know, or the smoke comes out like orange. Like, I don't understand. You're having a Skittle? What does it mean? What do, <laughs> what, 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 I don't understand. What, what is the point of this? So you wasted everybody's time. We all wasted a Saturday. To be here in your backyard getting chewed up by fucking mosquitoes for a balloon that didn't pop or your other brat let go of the balloon and now it's floating up into the air. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I could have been napping. 
you know, I got to go home and feed my cat. And I'm here at your fucking botched gender reveal party. What are we doing? Been, what are we doing? I could have been rearranging my pantry. I could have I could have I, I been home smoking a joint and I'm here. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> but can we stop with the gender reveals? It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Stop wasting my time. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Boom. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, I know you missed us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all our time for today. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe, share, follow, like. We are on Facebook and the Instagrams at Stay Nerdy Podcast. Absolutely, guys. And if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at jandablepod at gbell.com. And tune in next week or the week after or the week after that for your next dose of the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Just tune in. Just tune in. We'll be back eventually. We'll be back eventually. In the meantime, take a shower, have a nice meal, and watch Atlanta. Yes. Watch Atlanta on Hulu. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Stay nerdy, friends. Bye. (laughs)